Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's cool right there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. It's hard to believe that it's been 21 years, amen, since that tragic event, amen, that took place in New York City, amen, uh, when those two planes hit the Twin Towers. Amen. Many lives were lost. Even after the years of the, of the event, people died because of it. Amen. And many lives are affected still today. Amen. In life, we will face our 9-11s. Amen. But God will always show up in those moments. Amen. The question to you today is, what are you going to do to get to your 9-12? Amen. And I want to minister a message I entitled, Moving Towards Your 9-12. Moving Towards Your 9-12. You have to understand that God is so good of turning what is bad and what the devil intended for evil and turn it around and come to our rescue. Amen. I want you to turn to the book of Psalms 34, verse 17 through 18. Hallelujah. I believe this is yours. <laughs> Hallelujah. Psalms 34, 17 through 18. Now, Go ahead and read the word, and it's on the monitors there. But it says, The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from their, all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. Ever since the fall of man back in the garden, back with Adam and Eve, amen, sin and death entered this world, amen, and it has not stopped since then, church. And because we live in a fallen world, Evil rises and death comes. Understand that evil does not come from God. These are acts of Satan. Amen. 9-11 was a shock to everyone around the world. Amen. On that morning, amen, uh, when those planes hit the towers, amen. But in the midst of disaster, God was there. Come on, God moved in that area, amen. He came to a rescue, amen. We can blame a certain group of people, amen. We can blame the government, conspiracy, whatever it is, amen. But in reality, this was a work of Satan. Don't forget his mission, church. John 10.10 says, The thief, speaking of Satan, only comes to steal and kill and destroy. That's his mission. He's the one behind all the evil that goes on in our world today. But it goes on to say in John 10, 10, that, that I, speaking of Jesus, he says, I've come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Come on. Jesus is the giver of life. Amen. Satan, on the other hand, is the taker of life. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, amen, everyone in the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. 
Come on, Jesus is the giver of everlasting life to those who believe. Come on, not only believe that he exists, come on, because the devil knows and believes in Jesus, amen, but believe and live his word. I mean, we're in a day that we need to live the word. Come on, look to your neighbor and say, live the word. Come on, we got to live the word, church. It goes on in verse 17 of John 3, 16, amen, or 3, 17. It says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world or take away life, amen, but, to, but that the world will be saved or might be saved through him. And because we live in a fallen world, church, sin runs wild in it. And it's sad to say that when things happen, and when these events take place in our lives, amen, it affects not only the person of that, that's hitting that person, it affects those around us. It affects everyone. Come on, we are not exempt from the tragedies of this world. Come on, it's true. Come on. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5.45 that he, he causes the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and he sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. See, when these things take place in our 9-11s, my God shows up, amen. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted, amen. He rescues those whose, whose spirits have been crushed, amen, and he hears the cries of his people. Come on, he heard your cries in your 9-11. He heard your cries in your desperation. He heard your cries in your darkness, church. Come on, and he came and he rescues you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Do you remember those seasons? My wife was saying reflect or a time of remembrance today. You know, some of us, we don't go want to go back to that dark time, but we got to go back to remember where he saved you from. Come on, he heard a cry from you. Somebody was praying for you, amen, and God came to your rescue. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. Why? Because he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. Why? Because he hears the cries of his people for help. God shows up in our 9-11 to bring hope as we move forward to our 9-12. When disaster hits, church, Christians pray. Come on, somebody. Come on, that's what we need to do. I mean, I don't know about you, but when disaster hit now, there in New York, Christians were praying. When that tragic hit our city here in October of 17, amen, Christians prayed, amen. I'm here to let you know that there is power in prayer, church. Come on. And God responds in the midst of our 9-11, and he brings hope in our 9-12s, amen, our next day, our future. Listen, don't stay in your 9-11. You got to move forward to your 9-12. Why? Because Psalms 34, 17 through 18 says, The Lord hears his people when they call for him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. When we start praying, church, God steps in. I say when we start praying, God steps in. God saves lives, amen. God pours out his mercy upon life, amen. He shows up in our 9-11s, amen, and he brings hope and comfort for our 9-12. In tragic events, our God shows up in humanity 
Come on, God shows up in our first responders. He shows up in policemen and SWAT teams and firefighters and medics, amen. He shows up in ordinary people helping other people, risking their own lives, amen. He shows up in people with courage and love for one another, church. Unity creates teamwork, and teamwork saves lives. That's what takes place in these events, amen. When they hit, amen, we respond. People respond, amen. And God moves in a miraculous way. Though lives get affected and lives get lost, amen, lives get saved. Why? Because God steps in. We wonder, where's God? He's right there in that medic. Where's God? He's right there when they found somebody that nobody can find in rubbish and all behind all the fallen buildings. Amen. Lies were seeked and found. You read story after story of the miraculous. Amen. People of courage. Who's that? That's God. God hears the cries of his people. He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. It comes to the rescue church. God shows up in selfless people. God shows up in doctors, nurses, and medical staff, and specialists. God shows up to those who pull all-nighters. Our God does not sleep, church, but guides every surgeon's hand as they operate. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. Why? Because he rescues those uh, whose spirits are crushed him. And why? Because he hears the cries of his people. God shows up in our 9-11s so that our 9-12s can be better. God has always been there for us, church. God always shows up. Come on, he's never failed us. He's never, he's never left us, right? He never forsakes us. Our God is there. If you call to him, he rescues us. He's, he's right there, amen. He don't wait. He, he shows up. If you're crying out to your father, you're crying out to your God. If you need something in your life, he comes and he shows up for what, and gives you what you need. He rescues us in those moments, amen, where we don't know what to do. In those moments, amen, that, that 9-11's hit our life, amen. We, and instead of, you know, we can go into a panic mode or we can call upon the God that would take care of our panic. He's done this throughout history. From the beginning of time, amen, till now and forever, church. In Mark chapter 4, amen, we find the disciples uh, going through a storm, amen. We, we find themselves, uh, find, they, find, they find themselves fearing for their lives, amen. They were facing a 9-11 of their own. In Mark chapter 4, 34 to 39, I mean, uh, Mark chapter 4, 35 to 39, it says this, As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And so Jesus took the boat and started out leaving the crowd behind. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and began to fill it with water. Jesus was sleeping on the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. And the disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care what we're going? We're going to drown. Amen. And Jesus woke up. He rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silent, be still. And suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Verse 40, it says, and he asked them, why are you afraid? 
Do you still have no faith? You got to understand what takes place here, church. Uh, all of a sudden, amen, uh, they're out sailing out on the boat, amen, uh, and they get hit with the storm, and these men start to freak out. Do you understand? These men were fishermen. Come on, they were seasoned men. They faced other storms before. They knew what to do, church. Come on, these are seasoned fishermen. They've gone through those things, amen. Yet in the midst of their trouble, amen. Come on, they didn't depend on their own strength, amen. They called out to the Father, amen. They called out to Jesus, and Jesus hears their cries, and he comes to their rescue. Listen, the Christian life may have more stormy weather than calm seas. Come on, how many understand that? Come on, come on, come on. We seem like we're going from battle to battle, amen, and battle to battle, amen. But glory comes, church. Come on, I know that sometimes, man, all we see is battle. All we see, God, why are we going through this? God, it seems like I never get a break. Come on, you ever been there? My God's there, though, amen. He brings a, a calm to your storm, man. He comes, he says, why do you have why you lack faith, amen? Do you still lack it? Why are you still afraid? I'm your God. Maybe the problem is us with our faith. Come on, maybe we prolong the storm because of lack of faith. Come on, so tell you never, get some faith. Come on, get some faith, amen. You got to get some faith, amen. Uh, come on, in those storms, amen, we got to just put faith into action and say, God, I'm going to trust you. Don't surrender to the storm. Don't give in to your 9-11. With faith, somebody say faith. You can pray, you can trust, and you can move forward towards, you can move towards your 9-12. As you lean into the wind, church, as the storm is coming on you, amen, allow your roots to go deep, amen, and simply just trust God. Come on, don't back away from the storm. Don't give in to the storm. Don't fly away with the storm, hallelujah. But go lean into the storm, amen, knowing that your God has your back, amen. And as you lean, church, come on, as it's pressing on you, your roots will go down deeper, amen, as you trust God. You ever feel stronger after a storm that you've weathered? Don't you feel good that, man, you look to your wife or you look to your husband and say, man, we, we made it, babe. <laughs> Come on, give your spouse a high five as she's by you. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, tell your spouse, thank you for hanging in. <laughs> Come on. Sometimes it's our wives just holding word like this. Hallelujah. Come on, thank God for good, wise women of God. Amen. That just help us through even when we as men panic. But thank God for the men that rise up and say, you know what? Not today, devil. You're not going to come and you're not going to affect my marriage. You're not going to come with your, your huffing and puffing. Amen. And men that will stand up and say, I'm going to defend my family. I'm going to defend my children. Amen. Why? Because God comes to my rescue. God hears my cries. Amen. God is close to the brokenhearted. Come on. He comes when you call out, church. He rescues us. From our nine elevens. I've been there at that place right there where the towers once stood, amen. Me and my wife went there to go check it out, amen. We went there before when it happened, 
and we went there after as it happened. In 912, and as you go there, you see there's a, there's a, there's a, 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 a edge around the, these, these water wells that, that, that keep pouring inside. There's two of them there, and the names of all the people that were lost are engraved around there. But there's such a calm and a peace as you hear the waters just fall. Before that was even created, amen, when the, the, the city was still in effect, you could feel the sorrow and the, the hurt. We were there, and you're like we just began to weep just because we were just there, and you felt the presence there. But that's, what the, that's what's all around it. And different names and people who come to visit their, their family of their names and put things like that around their flowers and things. But, man, but there's such a calm where people are just there and they just have benches where they can just sit there and remember and remember their loved ones that they've lost, amen, as they hear the water run constantly around those two holes there where, where the towers once stood. Church, we gotta, we got to lean into that wind. Devil, you can huff and puff all you want, but you're not going to blow me down. You're going to have to lean, church. Don't give in to the wind. The wind will take you. Don't give in to the wind because the wind will blow you somewhere that you're not supposed to be. But you got to lean. You, gotta, you have to fight for your ground. You're going to say, this is my ground. The, the God gave me this ground. Come on, don't let the devil take away the ground that God gave you. And you're going to have to lean into that wind and say, God, I'm going to root myself more. I'm going to go deeper in you. Come on. Like I said, every time we come, we got to do that root dance. You got to get that root inside. You got to, God, I'm here to get rooted. I'm here to get deeper. Amen. And so winds come your way. Don't, don't give into it. Amen. Lean into it. And watch what God does. Amen. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. Why? Because he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. Amen. Why? Because he hears your cries. God showed up for Paul and Silas. Come on, in Acts 16, it says that Paul and Silas went on a rest, just, just an outreach. Come on, they went out to pass out some flyers and share the gospel. Amen. And they were casting out demons. But when they started to cast out the demons, amen, the city got up into an uproar over this, amen. They, they got their sticks, amen, and they started to beat on them, amen, and they had them thrown into jail. They were in a 9-11. In Acts chapter 16, 25 to 26, it says this, around the midnight hour, Come on, as their 9-12 was approaching, amen, uh, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, amen. Uh, come on, uh, Paul and Silas, even after getting beat down, uh, even after being thrown in jail, amen, they say, well, I'm not going to stay in my 9-11, amen. Uh, I'm going to move forward to my 9-12, amen, and started to sing unto the Lord, amen, and worship God, and the other prisoners started listening. In the midst of their troubles, in the midst of their disaster, you got the world listening. And the Bible goes on to say, suddenly there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundation. And the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. Tell your neighbor, fall off. Come on. Let those chains fall off, church. Come on, are you tired of being tied down? 
Are you tired of not advancing anymore in the kingdom of God? Sometimes it seems like we only get so far, amen. There's something holding us back. Our past, our 9-11 holds us back from our 9-12s. Come on, shaking off you. What you need to do in your midnight hour, you need to start praising God. You need to start worshiping God in the midst of that tragedy and say, God, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to move forward to this. This is what Paul and Silas were doing. It was at their midnight hour they decided we're going forward. Paul and Silas cried out. Paul and Silas began to worship, and God comes and he rescues them. When we begin to cry out to God, church, and when you start to worship God in the midst of your 9-11, God will come and God will rescue you. Come on, somebody. Sometimes all it takes is a little worship. All it takes is a little beat. All it takes is a little reminder with his words and the words that they use in the songs that brings hope to us. Come on, don't, don't you feel good after you hear a good song? Like, don't, don't it feel good that God just brings you the right song at that right time? It's like, whoa, I needed that one. Come on, you get your shout back and, and you start to worship God in these things that tie you down the worries and in the and the and the, the fear that comes all of a sudden on us when tragedy hits our life amen when we start to worship god these these chains of fear just fall off the chains of uh, uh of these things that tie us down fall off our doubts start to fall off amen in the midst of worship why there's power in worship there's powers in the word of worship church it's god's word in the worship that's why when you pray, you should pray in the, in the Word. Use the Word. Just don't pray your prayer. Use God's Word in your prayer and watch what God does. Amen. Come on, use the Word of God in your prayer life and watch things happen. He'll start to shake the foundations of, of where you're standing on, the doubt and the fear. Amen. And he'll start to bring hope. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed, and he hears the cries of his people. Come on. Listen, when you begin to stand, and you begin to worship, and you begin to trust your God, others take notice. The Bible says that the prisoners started to listen in on Paul and Silas. Listen, the jail cell. And the shackles did not just fall on Paul and Silas. It fell on everyone in the prison. That day, people got saved. <laughs> Listen, when you stand in the midst of your 9-11s and you start to worship God and you still smile at, at your job and you still smile through your life and stuff like that, it, others take notice of that because you become an example of God to them. And many will come to God because of your exampleship. That's why it's so important for us to, come on, live the word, church. It's so important for us to be who we need to be. Sometimes we're all that people see, so be the best Jesus for others to see, for, to win others to Christ, church. God showed up for the Israelites. Come on, Moses is leading them out of Egypt, amen. The enemy was closing in on them amen, from one direction, amen, with their backs against the wall, amen, as they were facing the Red Sea. That was their 9-11. That moment, that time, amen. They thought, man, we're goners. We're done. 
They started freaking out in fear, amen. They started to complain to the leadership, amen, to their pastor, amen. Would you bring us out to die here? Was there not enough graves in Egypt that you got to bring us out here? Exodus chapter 14, 13 to 14. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians that you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Tell your neighbor, calm down. Calm down. Do you know that brother and sister that always freaks out? Don't look at them right now. (laughs) Calm down. I mean, for some of you, you need to tell yourself, Calm down. Come on, somebody. Come on. I'm the one that freaks out. I'm the one that just wants to bail ship. I'm the one that just wants to jump ship. I just want to. No, no. Calm down. Here he tells, Moses tells the people, calm down. Come on. Don't be afraid. Just be still and watch the Lord rescue you. Come on, the Egyptians, that problem, that trial, that storm, whatever you see, you'll never see again. The Lord himself is going to fight for you. Come on, somebody. Just stay calm. Don't freak out. Don't pull your hair. Don't start fleshing out. Don't start cussing people out. Amen. Don't start blaming me. (laughs) Pastor, you said... Calm down. That's why I tell people when they come in, they're ah, calm down. We can't get nowhere with arguing. We can't get nowhere with yelling. Come on. You're going to have to calm down. Once you calm down, now we can talk. Once you calm down, now we can see the bigger picture. Come on, somebody say amen. Tell your neighbor one more time. Calm down. Give him, give him a little out of it. Calm down. <laughs> no, don't, don't give them an attitude. <laughs> I'll start another thing, amen. God hears their cries. And Moses hears uh, God's voice. In the midst of their complaining, Moses still had an ear that bended towards God and heard the voice of God. And he says, put your staff in the sea, amen. And so he puts his staff, amen, and the Red Sea splits in half, amen. God rescues them by giving them an escape route. I mean, I I wish I was there that day to see this because that is amazing. Yet God does miracles like that today. May not be as, as, as big as the Red Sea, but sometimes those Red Seas, those 9-11s in our lives are pretty big, church. And then God just clears it up. And we're like, wow. Come on, you ever said wow to God? Like, wow, God, you're, wow. Sometimes you just don't have a word to say. You just got to, that's all that comes to mind is, wow, you, you did it again. You came to my rescue. My spirit was crushed and you you saved me. You heard the cry when I cried out. You didn't abandon me. Exodus chapter 14, 15 to 16, it says, And the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. 
Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. In other words, God told Moses, tell the people, stop crying. Stop staying in your 9-11 and move forward into your 9-12 church. Start moving forward. Amen. Prayer, listen, is very vital place of our lives, a very part of our lives, church. But there's also a place of action, church. Sometimes we know what we need to do. But we pray for guidance, listen, as an excuse from postponing doing it. Come on, we say we got to pray a little bit more. No, no, you already know what you need to do. Move forward. Don't stay there. Don't stay in your 9-11 saying I'm praying. up. No, God already told you what you need to do. You need to just do it. That's what he was telling the people of Israel. Stop, stop crying out. Just do it. Move forward. God told Moses, that staff I gave you, put it into the Red Sea and watch what I do. Come on. If we know what we need to do, it's time to get moving. If you know what you need to do, it's time for you to get moving. Don't sit in your 9-11. Move towards your 9-12. Come on, somebody. 9-11, you won't get nothing. God will show up, but you still got to have action to do something. You're going to have to move forward from that place of disaster into the promises of God and everything that he has for you because it's not in 9-11 there. They're in 9-12. Come on, you got to go press through that. You're going to have to go through it. You're going to have to trust God. But let me tell you, when you step into that 9-12 church, then you're going to see the power of God in your life. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. Why? Because he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. Why? Because he hears the cries of his people. Ain't it glad that your prayers don't go on deaf ears? God hears every cry. The Bible says that he has jars with every tear that you have shed. Amen. He doesn't, anything you're going through, anything that's important to you is important to God. Every concern, every, everything that you have, he, he's there for you. He understands. We may not understand each other, but he does. He is there. He knows. He's, uh, they, don't, they don't get you, but I get you. I know you. I created you. I'm here for you. That's our God, church. Our God showed up for Shama. You remember Shama? Come on. It says that Shama was in the middle of a bean field. And the entire Israel army bailed on him. They left him alone hanging while the entire Philistine army was coming towards him. Talk about a 9-11 in his life. Thinking, man, I'm a goner, amen. He's looking one person to, to 10,000 army troops coming at him, army soldiers. 
Come on, of the Philistine, amen. But in 2 Samuel 23, 13, it says, But Shammah held his ground in the middle of the field and beat back the Philistines, so the Lord brought about a great victory. The NIV says that Shammah defended it. He defended what God gave him. He defended what he was standing for, what he was believing for. And he says he struck the Philistines down. Come on, I'm pretty sure that Shama, at that very moment when they bailed at him, come on, he's a brave man. He's one of the elite of David's army, amen. He's standing there. He says, come on, guys, we, we got this, amen. And as he said, come on, you right, guys? Right? And nobody's there. Turn guys? <laughs> and it's him by himself. I can just imagine he could have just bailed with them, amen. But he says, no, no, the Lord gave me this. The Lord, I fought for this, amen. I'm not just going to give it to the enemy just because he comes at me. No, he gave me this, and I'm going to stand, and I'm going to defend, and I'm going to cry out to my God, amen. And he's going to come, amen. Everyone bailed on him. He says, Lord, I need you. I'm all alone. There's no one with me, but I know that you're with me, God. And that's all I need. In the midst of his 9-11, he put his trust in the Lord, and he moved into action. I believe that he got a Bruce Lee spirit inside of him, and he just started kung-fuing guys, amen, striking Philistine after Philistine. Come on, there's some inner strength that comes on you, amen. Come on, a kung-fu spirit, whatever you want to do, you know that. I know that some of you guys can get pretty crazy. You're all, all innocent, amen. But you I know there's a crazy inside of you, amen. Come on, come on. God can use that crazy to defend the kingdom of God, church. Come on, it's time to get up and defend what you have been working for. Come on, we, we, we've been saved an X amount of time, X amount of years, and you're going to just let the devil come and take it? You fought, I don't know about you, but I fought hard for this ground, amen. I fought hard for my marriage. I, I fought hard for my salvation. I fought hard for you guys, amen. And I'm not going to let the devil come huff and puff in this house, amen. And say, go away. No, no, I'm going to fight, amen. Even if no one's behind me, I know the Lord's with me, amen. I got the Father, I got the Son, and I got the Holy Spirit. And that's all I need, church. Come on, we can defend anything, and we can fight any enemy that comes against us he is for you and then you get that that, that kung fu spirit come on devil. come Ooh, you don't want none of this you don't want none of this amen come on you 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 start doing moves that you thought you never could do whoa whoa where'd that come from come on Talk about cage fighting. That's a main fight right there. You start doing that, jumping off and flying. I don't know what it's called, amen, the Superman or whatever they call it. You do some great things for God. Listen, Shaman not only cried out, but then he started to put his trust in the Lord. And then he moved into action. Come on, the praying was over. I got to do it now. I know what I need to do. You know. Listen. You know what you need to do. You just got to do it. Come on. All of us know what we need to do. Come on. We just got to do it. Move towards your 912 church. Because 912 is victory. 
Shama turned around and faced his opposition and left and fear, once he turned around and faced them, fear left and courage came in, striking down every Philistine after Philistine. Why? Because God is close to the brokenhearted. God rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people, church. When troubles and storms and battles come against us, when we are in our 9-11 church and cry out to the Lord, our God shows up. And he rescues us. He's there for you, church. Our God is always there for us. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, when we are in our storms, when the waves of life are hitting and coming over us, amen, when we cry out, our God shows up. In your midnight hour, in your sleepless nights, amen, in your worries and everything else, when you feel that there's no way out of your situation, when you start to worship God in the midst of that, and when you start to put your praise on, our God shows up. When your back is against the wall, amen, and you think your circumstances are going to overcome you, church, when you start putting your faith in God, our God shows up. When you feel all alone, amen, and you feel that everyone has bailed on you, amen, know that our God will never leave you nor forsake you. Our God shows up. Come on. He's always been there, church. Come on, I know that sometimes we think no one's there. No one understands, but God does. And a lot of times this is the devil whispering in your ear. No one likes you. No one's there for you. Where, you know, that's all that. And says, God, I'm here. And you have a church praying for you. Despite of what that fool says. Come on. God has put you in a place and surrounded you with love. I said he surrounded you with love. Because he's love, church. We gotta, we're here to love. We're here to get it through, church. Come on. Let's, let's cross over. Let's go through our Red Sea. Let's go through our Jordan. Let's go to whatever we need to get to to get to the promised land, church. That's where we're going. Where are we going? The promised land. Hallelujah. Come on, we're not wandering in the desert. God's leading us. God's guiding you. God's showing you. Come on, just hear his voice. Cry out to him. He'll direct you. He'll guide you. He'll help you. He'll rescue you during your times of this journey that we're in. It's a journey, church. It's a journey. Come on, I wish we can just run to heaven and get in, but it's not, it's not that. It's, this is not... This is not a this is this is not just a, a sprint. It's a marathon. It it takes time. We're going to have to go through all kinds of things, and then through those things that we go through, God is teaching us, and showing us, and helping us to recognize His voice, to know how to cry out to Him, to let us have our faith build up in Him when we go through our storm, because He takes us from one storm to another storm and to another storm, but He also takes us from glory to glory to glory, church. Come on, hallelujah, come on. I know there's valleys, church, but don't forget the mountaintops. But every mountain has a valley. So guess what? Once you climb up the mountain, once you keep Walking what? You're going back down to another valley. He's not there to destroy you. He's there to build you. 
He's there to show you, and he's there to help you. And sometimes in that valley is that little boy and that little girl or that circumstance that just has you locked up, amen, in your 9-11. Maybe it was a time that someone messed you up or someone violated you or someone did something to you. you got to go back to that valley, and God wants to deliver you. He brings you back not to embarrass you, not to bring shame upon you, but to deliver you. That you can overcome and climb back out that mountain and stand on your mountaintop. Don't get stuck in the valley. Don't get stuck in your 9-11. 9-12 is up, church. 9-12 is forward, church. Get to moving. Get moving. He tells Moses, tell him, stop crying. Start moving. We cry, we cry, and you, I don't know why we stay there and cry, whether it's for attention, whether it's for whatever it is, amen. No, you've got to move forward. Okay, we cry, we know, you know what to do. Do it. You know what to do, do it. You know what to do, stop doing that and start doing this. Come on, somebody, stop going there. Stop seeing them. Hello, come on, somebody. Come on, can we get real here? Come on, you know what to, to stop doing, church. Stop going to that place. Stop going to that, that situation. Stop going back to that neighborhood. Whatever it is, you know what to do. We got to do it. Got to pray. Got to read. Got to come. You know what to do. We got to start doing. When you get in your prayer and you're asking God, God answers. You know, we keep praying. He says, I already gave you the answer. You know, you're going to keep praying. I'm going to give you the same answer. Thing won't change until we start doing church. He'll give you instruction as you go. He'll help you along the way. Hello. Come on, somebody. He'll provide the, the escape route for your, your situation, church, but you got to get to moving. There has to be action on your part. Come on, praying is good. We've got to pray, but from prayer, we've got to go into action. Come on. We get equipped in prayer. Prayer helps us go into action. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, 31 says, What shall we say about the wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? I don't know about you, but I'm going to believe God's word. <laughs> I will believe that he's always there for me, that nothing shall separate me from the love of God. No disaster, no tragic event, nothing is going to take me away from the love that I have in Christ Jesus. I don't care what comes at me, devil, you can do whatever you want, amen, but I'm going to hold my ground, and I'm going to defend it even if I feel that I'm all alone. Come on, my brothers may not be there, my wife may not even be there in that situation, but I know what? My God is there, and I'm going forward. And so Philistine, devil, whoever you are, come at me because I'm about to come fool you. <laughs> I'm going to take you out. I'm going to have some moves that are just going to take out that situation, church. you got to have that kind of attitude. And so it says, what? As the storm comes, don't, don't give into the storm. Lean into the storm. Come on. Somebody just say, go like this. Go lean. Just lean. Come on. You got you got you got it has to be action sometimes, church. Lean. You know? When your wife says, What are you doing? I'm leaning. 
<laughs> I'm in a storm right now, baby. I'm, I'm leaning. I'm, I'm fighting for you, so just back up, girl, you know. No, you got to lean. <laughs> lean. And if you have a good woman, let me tell you, she's behind you, leaning with you. That's where you get the extra strength, because we, we need to, we got to work together. Now, if we can get all the kids behind us, they're leaning, guess what? We're, daddy's not moving. You got your whole family backing you up. Got to teach them to lean. Teach them not to give in to the flesh. Teach them these things, church, and trust God. Hello? Why? Because God is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. I'm here to let you know, church, God hears you. He's not ignoring you. Come on. And his delays on prayers is because he has something better for you. It takes time sometimes, church. Doesn't mean that God's not on the scene. He's just preparing it. Come on. Remember when Daniel was fasting and the, he said to, to the angel of the Lord to go save him or something? And, and, and he was delayed. The messenger was delayed because he was fighting against with the enemy. And we thought that he didn't hear the prayers, amen, but it was just a delay action. Sometimes, let me tell you, you get praying, there's forces going on from stopping from that blessing, church. You think God's delaying? No, there's a battle going on. The devil doesn't want you to have it. The angels are fighting for it, amen. They're, they're fighting, and, and they come in, but how many know we always win, Come on, the angel wins, amen. These, these angels start to come in, amen. They start to beat, and that message gets to us. So just hang in there and stay calm. Don't freak out. I'm tired of freaking out, church. Freak out brings worry. Freak out brings all kinds of stuff. I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to trust God. It's easy that way. <laughs> and I, I realize I'm happier when I do that. You'll be happier when you start to trust God. Just trust him. How is he going to do it? I don't know. He's God. But he does it. He does it. He does it. Amen. As I close today, amen. Our 9-11 that took place here in Las Vegas on October 1st of 2017, when a shooter opened fire on the Route 91 concert, there's a story of two young ladies, and this is why I bring this up. They got together, the story was, during this time of shooting. And these two girls, young girls, got together and they cried out. This is what their story is. This is it. They cried out and they prayed Psalms 23. We know Psalms 23, right? The Lord is our shepherd. Amen. And they got together, the Lord is my shepherd, and God heard that prayer and rescued them. Bullets passed over them. And they did not get affected. Why? Because God is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues whose spirits have been crushed. And he hears the cries of his people. When we are facing our 9-11's church, and maybe some of us are facing them right now, you're going to have to move forward to your 9-12. Get to moving. Stay calm. Be still. 
and know that he is God. Amen. Let's all stand up. Come on. Hallelujah.